Hello. Hello. In this episode, we are talking about doing things alone, and it's also story time with Nicole and Taylor. I feel like every time story time with Nicole yeah, and Taylor. Yeah, true. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please like us. Please, <laughs> please, like please sign up for a membership to get episodes early. If you would like that, uh, it's on glitteringcatletter.com or the YouTube channel and leave a review. Or I feel like comment. the internet would be better if people just went, please like us. <laughs> please like us. We hope you enjoy. Somebody referenced you as Phineas and Ferb the other day, or Phineas or Ferb. I don't, I don't know, know which. Uh, I'm not going to look back at the comment. It doesn't matter. It was but, due to the size of my nose. Well, you know, it could also be due to the size of my nose. Yeah, they could have been talking about you, could've but been. you have a normal sized nose. I don't know. Do I? I just have big glasses. <laughs> could be hiding it. You don't know. I don't know. Anyway, whoever that was that commented that, you can't hurt my feelings about a big nose. It's been on my face for 31 years. Also, it was just like the most out of the blue random. It was, I don't even feel like that clip was worthy of your nose. No, right but it, it was probably just the first thing they noticed and commented it. But I, I don't understand that. Like, I'm not an internet troll. I don't just like see things and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to comment it. But yeah, sounds kind of fun if, mm, if you were know. into trying to hurt people's feelings. Well, there was, there, the other day I sent um, Isaac... Uh, I don't remember what it was. I think it was something from Black Magic, because they just had their like announcement recently with yeah. all their cool stuff. Um, shout out to their cool stuff. They have a new a new app that's for free on the iPhone. That's actually really dope. <laughs> Not an ad. Um, <laughs> if you like ca- uh, cameras and being able to tinker all the settings on your phone, really dope to have that that app. Uh, if you, uh, what was the other thing they did? There was an update for Resolve. I don't know if that I haven't installed mm. it. Um, but then there was. Oh, there's like new cameras and stuff. And I sent Isaac one of them and he... He bought it. <laughs> that would not surprise me. Um, he... Uh, what did he do? Oh, he he goes like, apparently people are mad about it. Like really quickly responded to that. And I'm like, what do you mean apparently? Like, how am I supposed to know that people are mad about it? And he was like, oh, read the comments. And I was like, I like, I literally went to the post. I went to look at the comments and then I was like, I actually don't care to bring the negativity if there even is negativity into this. I'm like, I couldn't care any less. I mean, like on paper to me, that camera sounds cool. Yeah. I would use it. I have enough cameras already. So like, I don't need another one, but I would use it. And I'm like, what, why do people, why are people just like, why do why? I was watching a YouTube video and they were talking about people bonding over negativity and they were talking about how when someone's like doing something that they're excited about and all this, it's hard for people to bond with it. If you say like, oh, this sucks and this and that, this happened and this was bad, it's very easy to bond over things being bad. And Interesting. it made complete sense the way they were talking about it because they were talking about some, it was about fashion week. They were talking, and I know exactly which YouTubers were talking about who, and because there's like a secret feud going on that is not so secret if you really listen to all their videos. Anyway, not here for the drama. Um, but one of them was talking 
bad about Fashion Week and was like, I don't want to go. And then the other one was super stoked about being at Fashion Week because she's like dreamed of being there and all this stuff. And she was like, you know what? Like, whatever. I'm excited and I'm going to be excited. And if nobody can like relate to that, that's fine. But I'm going to still be excited. And she was like, it's so easy to bond over negativity of like, I don't want to do that thing or that sucks. And it was... It made sense. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. I don't feel like. Mm, it is really weird. Like it's it's definitely a turn off when people are overly positive, which is annoying because I feel like I do that. Yeah. More than I don't do that. Or at least I just am like the ultimate diffuser. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really do. But you get very excited about things. In work situations and like people situations or like group situations, I'm really the diffuser. Yeah. I've learned that. I know that like, I don't, I feel like we talked about this on the podcast. Maybe not. Maybe it was just real life. I don't know. Is this real life? Um, but I know I that, so. <laughs> I know that I was realizing I had like a little epiphany moment talking with somebody and I was like, oh, I'm, I get hired to do a lot of the jobs that I do because I diffuse the situations and I am like the even keel diffusion in the setting. That was like, real life, but I don't know who we I were talking know. to. But but I, rem I remember that conversation and it and I was like, that's true because there's people that, well, I mean, I hope that there's always people that are better than me because then I have something to learn. But like, I remember that being a thought and being like, oh, well, obviously I, I'm getting hired and I'm like, and obviously I'm proficient at what I'm getting hired to do. But then I'm like, but what's the thing that's keeping me here? Mm -hmm. You know, because like does, if somebody rolls in, that's better. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they just automatically are there because they might actually not have the the positive things that like whoever's hiring me actually really wants. Yeah. But like me being proficient is really helpful. Right. And so I was like, oh, I literally diffuse all of the situations like I'm not going to go get in the middle of an argument or a fight. That's not the no. type of diffusion I do. I'm a stress diffuser. <laughs> For real. Yeah, you are. Like there's been times where I've been. What does that sound? What sound? I don't know. I don't hear a sound. I'm sorry. It's the um, voices in your head. <laughs> well, there's been times where like I can think of a specific one job where like we... It was, we were in a building and it was freezing cold. So we got space heaters or uh -huh. they got space heaters. I just was guilty by association and the, they were plugged into all the walls, but no one checked where the breakers were like, uh -huh. and what was plugged into what. So nobody knew if they were going to pop anything. They asked the question. So it wasn't like they were unaware, but they, no one knew what would happen. So, and, and they were like, Taylor, do you know? And I'm like, we won't know till we try. So <laughs> we'll see. I know where the breaker boxes are. So worst case, we just have to, you know, go pop a couple breakers. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> and so not even five minutes after these space heaters being on, it is like, it's like everything's going fine. And I'm like, cool. I'm not going to say anything yet because I'm still skeptical. And then <laughs> at five and a half minutes, it went, everything turned off. And I was like, everything in everything in the building? Uh, no, everything in that room. Oh. But literally the most important things, the entire sound system, the stage and a bunch of stuff. But the lights didn't turn off for the stage. But the lights in the building, Maybe. the rest of the room turned off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. 
I was like, what happened? And so I go check the breaker box and it takes like 20 minutes and there's no, there's no sign of it getting better. Like none of the, so I guess I've learned this now. So the moral of the story is we did not figure out what breaker it was. Like we couldn't, they weren't labeled right. And they're never labeled right. I know whoever labels these is just the worst. But so they weren't labeled right and we couldn't figure it out. And then everybody was like trying to like huddle up to figure out solutions. And I'm like, I look at them huddle up and I go, you didn't even ask me if I had a solution in my back pocket. (laughs) I'm like, so you guys are over here like trying to figure it out, but you're not asking the one guy you hired to make sure that he knew how to solve this. And I'm staring at the solution, which is the stage lights are on. You know what that means? That means that there's still power over there. And I'm like, so take an extension cable and go over there. And so I, I did. And they're still like huddling up. And then all of a sudden, everything turns back on and like the house music comes back on. And I'm just like standing, you're standing there. <laughs> I'm literally standing back there. And I'm and they're like, what? And they're looking around. And I'm like, there's power here. I did it. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, nice. Great. We were getting stressed. We were figuring out how to do it without any lights. And I was like, I was like, dude, you went 40 steps too far with that one. This but was a Sunday, wasn't it? It sure was. Um, and but so that was that situation. And then there's just been other times where like people are having a hard time like communicating, especially artists are having a hard time communicating like yeah. musically stuff. And then which is that's actually a special one as like a, a sound guy who's also a musician, because a lot of sound guys aren't also musicians. They're usually just like really? Most of them are not, or at least most of the ones that are around. No, I would say most are not musicians first. Okay. Right. So like, and a lot of them that I've been around have not gone to like music school for music creation and the artist side. They've gone for production and science and sound. So you're not, you don't, you understand, but you don't understand. And you don't know how to communicate exactly yeah. the same way that can nuanced help. And so I, I wouldn't know how to communicate right. at all for a musician. Right. Well, I mean, it's not like they're, it's not like we're, they're that different, but there are moments <laughs> where taking the sound into consideration and being able to be like a trusted sound guy and they're communicating about something and how they think it sounds or how yeah. they think it's going to go and whatever. I can just go up and be like, I can tell you. You can't really hear the difference and what's easier for the both of you. Yeah. You know, and like, and that's a very like, they're like stressed trying to figure it out and they can't. And I'm like, it truly doesn't make a difference to me. And if you tell me where it is and what song I can pay attention. And if it, if I feel like it sounds weird, I'll turn it down. That's literally what I'm here for. You, You thrive in those situations of like being around a lot of people and like interacting with a lot of people where a lot of people freak out. You're yeah. very good at that, of yeah, like the, being on your own within the group of people mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, and and then and then you add things that go wrong, and yeah. then that's when I thrive even more because yeah. I'm like, I don't. I, of course, it's going to go wrong. I kind of expected something to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, like if it doesn't go wrong, then it's like almost did we? How did how? What went wrong that we didn't catch? Yeah, you know, like that's the real question. Which makes me wonder tours. Every time somebody's on tour, you go see a tour. I'm like, what's going wrong right now? So many things. Always. But I'm like, what's going wrong that they're all stressed out about right now? Or 
Is there anything going wrong? Very few times I've seen anyone running sound or lights or projections or whatever look very calm and happy. They always look quite stressed. I feel like if anybody else that does audio or lighting or video for live anything is in here or watches this, anything for anything live, anything live, (laughs) I feel like it's wrong to be comfortable, like not comfortable. It's good to be comfortable. It's wrong to be like, everything's good. And Everything's he, going right. And he wondered why every time I did a live class, I was so stressed out. You were like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. And I, I do have to say 98% of the time it was fine. But the 2% of the time that was not okay stressed me out every single time. Okay, let me elaborate a little. When I'm in a situation and everything's going well, I go, where is it going to go wrong? Yes. And that's always like floating. I'm always ready to like, or like wireless, like when there's wireless, I'm always like, is it working? Are the batteries dead? I just changed the batteries. Are they dead though? I'm like, they're fresh. Are they dead? Is there signal? I've set it up. It's worked every other week. Imagine being, okay, we're in this room, right? Exactly where we are. Imagine being alone in this room. Nobody else to help you. You're on the other side. You can't reach over. You can't see the screen. Nothing. I'm just hearing excuses, I think. And there's people paying me to be live to do a thing. And not only do I have to make sure it's like running, but I also have to remember things and I have to know what I'm going to say, know what I'm going to teach. And I would get like so stressed and like I was so used to it that it didn't even like feel like stress anymore, but it was... I just stopped functioning correctly and Taylor would be like, plug in the thing. And I'm like, what thing? Like all of it is just so panicky. I really genuinely wonder what you would be like in that situation. You've seen me in that situation. No, not you alone on your own doing a thing. Yes, you have. What? Oh, on stage. Mm -hmm. Your, your push wasn't plugged in. Mm -hmm. No, my push was plugged in the interface unplugged. And the music was coming out of my computer and I couldn't hear it from my in-ears or anything. And I'm standing there and I'm like, um, hold on. And I look down and I go, oh, that's not on. And I go, okay, well, that sucks. This is embarrassing. And I open up my laptop, plug it back in, unplug it, or unplug it, plug it back in, make sure it's connected, go, and then go tap. Ha, there we go. Is that at the Roxy? Mm-hmm. And I said, whoops. And then we just continued. And luckily, I don't have a microphone in front of me. He didn't panic. No. But I'm sure inside you panicked. Well, I was stressed anyway, just from doing yeah. the show, but it was like, if I panicked, I would skip the steps. I know better. I have been a sound guy for a very oh. long time. I've done circles around that live setup. I've Not anymore. I would probably mess up now if I don't, I don't practice. Think so. Okay. <laughs> I probably wouldn't mess up now, actually. I know the interface really well. Um, but like, just all of that, I don't really, it doesn't really... Yeah. Phase me. I mean, it phases me and I feel it, but it doesn't like stress me out that uh, enough to like hinder stuff. Unlike foul balls at the baseball game, those mess me up so bad. Man, oh man. That first game, I was so stressed. There was a ball that landed. This is just story time so far. I, there was a ball that just landed the sec, the section, the row behind us. Yeah. I was sitting, say here, it literally landed like arm's length arm's length this way yeah and it hit a lady she's fine i I saw her the last game we were at she's okay Yeah, she's at a lot of the games Um, yeah but um the it was coming and i i I saw the ball and they've never we've never had foul balls of those seats in my entire life we've had these seats 
you know, or it's at least literally as long as I can remember. Not until I think there was one last season or two last season, and then this time it's been almost every game. Yeah, it's been pretty much every game, which is strange. They're doing something. It's the pitch clock. It maybe, but anyway, so the foul balls are going super high, so they're coming down with a vengeance, and they're ready to just pop you in the head if you're not careful. Uh, um, but uh, they, I don't. I've never brought a glove to a baseball game because the seats that we have are like so not in a position that you've ever you like you'd bring it out of like the novelty of having it, which is inconvenient to carry the whole time. Yeah. But now I literally bring it, and if, depending on the section that we're in, literally if there's a left-handed batter, I have the glove on. Yeah. Like. Did you have it on when you were, like, eating your food? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I, I put I it on look. because I wouldn't eat my food when there was a left-handed batter, okay. and I would wait, and I'd have the glove on because I knew that if there was a reason that I had to stop a ball from hitting someone that was right around me, I would. Yeah. And I'm not about to do it with my hands. Anybody... No. Anybody that will come here and be like, oh, be a man, do it with your hand. No, no. Have you caught a baseball at like 90 miles an hour with your bare hands? No, I couldn't do it. And then (laughs) here's something that I used to not take into consideration until I've been around so many foul balls. The people around you are more concerned about taking the ball home than they are about how they get the ball and how safely everyone gets the ball. So if you have a crazy person around you that just needs the ball, they will push you and your arms out of the way last moment. If you have your hands positioned, I don't have huge hands, so if you if you position your hand where the ball is supposed to be and some crazy person goes like this, you now are getting the ball full on, full speed on your body wherever you're missing it now. Probably your face. Probably your face. Not interested. No. I was stressed for four innings the game that it hit the lady. I counted. I could not undo the stress that it gave me and how like amped I was. And I was sitting in the seat and I, just, I could not get out of it. I was like shaking almost. I figured out why I didn't like baseball uh, because like before 2020, because I went to one high school baseball game and the foul balls were insane. Like I was worried yeah. for my life. And I was like, screw this, done with baseball, not a fan. And then I realized it was because they weren't very good at hitting yeah. the ball. Uh, therefore, they were flying into the seats. When you go to actual major league games, you get foul balls, but not like that. It was, but now, <laughs> now in our seats. It's probably a similar amount of foul balls, but more, way more strategically placed. Like I can yeah. tell you the like four to five places per left or right-handed batter, where if you're in those sections or in those seat areas, you're most likely going to have a foul ball or two or 10 a game. (laughs) It depends on the pitcher too. Some pitchers it doesn't. Our seats, I would have never, ever pegged. We're like behind home plate. And like, Mm, I mean, if you follow either of us on Instagram, you've definitely seen where our seats are. Uh, Well, not my seats, my family seats. I hope someday we'll be in. in the dugout club. Yeah. I want to go down. They have like food and stuff. I just want to do that. I want to feel I mean, all special. We can do it. It's just very expensive. For way too much money. Yeah, I'm not. It's not. Would you ever go to a baseball game by yourself? Heck no. I feel like baseball I could do by myself. I'll watch it at home by myself. It's way more fun. There's announcers I'm with. You're not with Joe and Oral. I might be. I mean, maybe. You don't know. But why would I go to the game by myself? That doesn't sound very fun. 
Okay, here's the thing about baseball in particular. I could sit, I could go to a game with four people and not say a word to them the entire time. Yeah, but game. you're still with the four people. Their presence is around you. That make that makes a difference to you? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, okay, this is one thing I really love about Taylor. He, it doesn't matter. Like he won't, he will choose to go with you rather than going by himself almost all the time, every time. And it, it's, it makes you feel so special because you're like, oh, do you want me to go to the store with you? Most people would be like, no. I, I even am like, no, that's okay. Like you do whatever you need or want. If you were like, do you want to go to the store with me? It'd be like, will you please go to the store with me? <laughs> In so, like the sweetest way. 60% of the time I would do that every time. have you ever gone you used to go to disneyland by yourself easy turbo this is before me no (laughs) i thought you did maybe once and it was to avoid classes in college (laughs) so i'd rather take the l of being alone at disneyland and going straight on a ride and then going home and then when you had a pass you didn't go by yourself no are you kidding me no, I genuinely thought you did. I don't think I don't think so. Huh. I'm pretty certain I did not. I I don't the alone thing is not a not a Taylor thing. Why is that? I don't like it. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> pretty much. It's a I short podcast like today, guys. We're done. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh it cuz you don't want to be alone with your thoughts. No, that I well maybe originally I would I used to say that like things are better experienced with others and that voice. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. I'm making fun of myself. Um That's but your inner I, voice. That's what you sound like to yourself. <laughs> Interesting. That'd be so sick. Um <laughs> uh, no, I I don't I don't believe that. Well, I do believe that things are better with other people and mm-hmm. sharing the experience is really cool. But I don't, I would just didn't, I was afraid to do stuff alone. I didn't like to do stuff alone. I didn't want to, I don't know what it was. I think it was just out of like, it couldn't have been making decisions because I was willing to make the decision with other people or for other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I I, it was really just like I really didn't like doing things alone. And I can remember being like a child that I would like not go ask for anything. Like if I needed a bathroom and I couldn't find it, I would n- nothing. I will yeah. pee my pants. I do remember that being like that as a kid. Yeah. Scarlett is still. Well, no, not I don't think anymore. anymore. She was for a while. And I was like, oh, I know that one. I was there one time or but a lot of times. But. We were, I mean, she's much younger than us, but like I used to encourage her to go ask or like go do something just to like make her do it um, because I think it's good. But I, I really remember being super afraid to ask people things or go anywhere on my own. But I was afraid of like being kidnapped. I Well, I could even, I don't remember a specific situation, but I know that like I could literally be in like my mom or dad's arms and yeah. they would say, ask them. And I would be like, heck no. Yeah. No chance am I asking anybody anything. Zero chance. And now, 
I'm still very much so not interested in doing things alone. There's something weird, very, very weird about it to me. Like, I really don't like it. You went to a coffee shop and worked on your own the other day. The, I, other, the other day to her is two months ago. No, on Saturday. I'm not crazy. Oh. <laughs> that was the other day. Yeah, Um. that was fine. I don't, I don't know. It, it wasn't like... I was far less uncomfortable. I think me being more comfortable having That's what I was gonna say. Like lost weight and, you know, everything has made it so much easier and pretty much just like whatever. Like I don't think about it that much. Yeah. And when I was thinking about this, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I like 100% would never go eat somewhere alone. I've done it. Like now... I don't, I really don't like it. I really, really do not like going and eating alone somewhere. Spending time alone, because I don't think it's like good or bad either way, really. But I, like my favorite trips, I can't say my favorite trips. Some of my best memories have been on trips that I went on, on my own, by myself. And I think it's just like a completely different experience doing things alone because yeah, like you can say that we can do what I want. Like if you ask me like, okay, well, let's go somewhere that you want to eat. Let's do what you want tonight or whatever. Sure, I'll do what I want. But it's also like I am caring for what you could possibly want, even yeah. if you're like, no, I don't care. So it's like when you actually go do things on your own, fully on your own, or like go on a trip by yourself, you can actually do everything that you want to do without worrying at all about another person, which I think is a really good experience and a really interesting experience. I don't know how often, well, I've flown a few times alone mm -hmm. and that's been fine, but that's like, it's very interesting. I'm like, I don't, I'm not adverse to like the specifically alone part. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is far less desirable to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, like if you were ever to ask me to do any of the trips that you've done in your past alone, yeah. I would a hundred times out of a hundred say, no, it's not even worth me going. Because the, the experiences yeah. and the places I'm like, I, literally, I don't even care if I see it. Like it would be awesome to see it or go do it, whatever it would be. But I'm like, I actually don't care because that is what I actually want to share with people. Like, yeah. I could not care any less about going to see really awesome stuff alone. Well, like, okay. So part of it for me, like I went to London when I was, I think I was 19 and I just, I don't remember why I went. I know my friend Alessandra was there and I stayed with her, which I was super grateful uh, that I got to stay with her and spend time with her. But I wasn't with her the whole time. Like we would go out to dinner when she got off work and then we'd go to sleep and all that. But most days, like the whole day I was alone. But I remember my mom being like, what in the world are you thinking? Like that is the scariest thing. Why would you ever do that? Like, aren't you terrified to go do that alone? And I think part of it was that I grew up with like in a big family and I was very rarely alone. And so I kind of wanted that time and experience by myself because I had traveled with my family every year. 
And it was kind of like a half, can I do it? Like, I am a little afraid, but I don't think I need to be that afraid. I think I can hold my own. So it was half that and half like, why am I going to wait for someone to go with me? Because like my friends couldn't go with me. I wasn't dating anyone. Like I didn't have anyone to go with. It would have been really, really cool and really good for my mom to go with me because that would have been like life changing for her to do that, I think. Oh, yeah. But there was no way to make that happen. And so I just went on my own. It's kind of the like, why wait for someone? Just go do it. Just do it on your own when you can. But I'm glad I did it. And I had a lot of fun. Sure, things could have gone wrong. But the things that have gone wrong for me on trips have always been with other people. <laughs> like I almost got kidnapped in Portugal and I was with a group of like 20 people. Uh, at the moment, I was not. I was on my own. But I don't know. There's something really interesting about traveling alone that I'm very into. But I, do, I wouldn't do it now because I would want you to be there. <laughs> I literally like I can think. I honestly like now if you were to ask me like be like, oh, go do go like go take a trip, go be somewhere alone. Not a chance in the world. It just like there's nothing that makes me interested in that. It makes me think that like. I don't know. I really, I really like time alone. Like you were talking about a Sunday morning when something happened. That's like my time to be on my own usually. Yeah. And I like treasure that. It's not that I don't like being around you. I love being around you, but I'm like, okay, like I can turn on Gilmore girls and have it on super loud. And like, I, I, I had the dreamiest Sunday last Sunday and I don't, I think it sounds so crazy. I was like writing about it and I was like, oh my God, the child me would be like, you are ridiculous because I was like, I got to clean the house. <laughs> like, all so alone. stupid. And I had Gilmore Girls on and I was just like having a great time. I had dessert for breakfast. I cleaned the house and I was like, this is the best morning ever. And then I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. But also you cleaned the house. Like, that's not cool. That's not fun. <laughs> but I was like, this is a dream. I, I, like, I don't great. mind that. Like, I should clarify that, like, I'm fine doing stuff alone. It's not the end of the world anymore. By choice, I won't do it. Yeah. But like. There's a certain amount of me that has determination and will like push for something if I'm not alone. Whereas if I'm alone, I just am like, what is the easiest way to just go do whatever? I just kind of don't care. Like it really just kind of all falls off. And I'm like, I just actually don't care. Like I don't, it doesn't matter. Like I don't care where I go as long as it's fine or it like meets my bar of whatever. Like if it's a coffee shop, I'm not going to just roll into Starbucks unless there's no other option. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to go somewhere fine. Like, good but like if it's a pain in the butt not a chance am i going to that place it's just like it breaks my heart for people who and i know so many people like this and at times i'm like this but it's like you really want to try a restaurant but you're like i don't have anyone to go with me and i don't want to go alone it's like, well go what? to the restaurant go, just go to the restaurant just do it see like the difference for me in that is i don't Half, I don't go like, oh, I really want to try that place. I can't go alone. If I, if I said I really want to try that place, I will find someone to go with. 
But if I don't find someone to go with, I'll go alone. Like if it matters that much to me, I'll go do it. Right. But like, yeah. but like, yeah. like going and traveling and experiencing and stuff, it's like, it doesn't really get me stoked. And like, I used to go to concerts and stuff a lot alone because I would like meet people I knew there and their timing would be different from mine because of work or whatever. So yeah. then I would just go in and like, and enjoy But like, honestly, it was very like, I never ever liked just hanging out alone. I don't like it. It's not because I don't like any inner dialogue or anything. I'm fine with that. It's not like I'm not, you know, yeah. it's none of that. It's just like genuinely, it doesn't make me excited to do stuff like alone or rather it's like I don't like going somewhere to sit and wait alone like when I met you in France I was there for like eight hours before you yeah and it was like I was like literally I'm like what do I do I'm like I don't have a hotel or any of the stuff because you're not checked in or whatever so yeah. I'm like I'm just like rolling around and I'm like I I just like there's I'm not even interested in being in this country yeah and it's one of my favorite countries in the whole world. And I do not care to be here. I'm like, wow, it's pretty. I don't care. I remember my mom. This is the funny thing because she was always like terrified for me and was like, no, don't go do the thing. And I was like, screw you. I'm going to go do the thing. Um, but I was coming home from New Zealand and this this flight, I don't know what happened it was like four different medical emergencies. Like someone I think went into labor, someone had a heart attack, someone passed out and then something else happened too. Cause I remember thinking four, there were four things. Cause I was like two. Okay. That's a lot, but we'll let it slide. That's not like whatever, but it was like nonstop. Something was happening. So we ended up landing in Hawaii. I think it was it was Hawaii, but I don't I think it was the trip from New Zealand. But anyway, we landed in Hawaii and I called my mom because I was like so distraught because I was alone. I was tired and I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know like how long they were going to have us there, what flight I could get on, all this stuff. And I had to figure it out. But I remember her being like, you're in Hawaii. Like just leave the airport, worry about the flight later tomorrow. Like just go. And it, it was like 3 a.m. And I was like, mom, I can't go anywhere right now. Like it's the middle of the night. And she's like, just go like find somewhere to sit and like go to the ocean or something. And I was like, no. <laughs> but now that I think back on it, I'm like, yeah, I probably should have done that. Like I probably should have just chilled and gone and done something on my own. But I guess you could have. I could have, I could have experienced Hawaii. I've only been there one other time, but anyway, my, my dad used to go to the movies by himself all the time. And my brother Derek has inherited that. And it is one of my favorite things to get a text from him. He always sends me like a selfie of him alone in the movie theater. And he goes during the day when there's like literally no one else in the movie theater. And he always puts, a I think it's Celine Dion, the All By Myself song. I'm not going to sing it. I don't think that's Celine Dion. Is it? I don't know. It's someone, but it's like a ballad, like a huge song. And he always puts that to the, to the photo. I and think it's, it's Eric Carmen. No. No, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. But it's... 
It's such a good one. I don't think I've ever been to the movies alone, but that's like the perfect place to go on your own. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of an easier one to go on your um I read I was reading all by myself at the same time. <laughs> uh, that's that's an easier one to go alone cuz you end up literally kind of being alone anyway in the movie yeah. unless you're like interactive with the group that you're with and I will say that watching a movie with people that don't have the same humor if it's a funny movie as you you'll have a very different perspective about the movie I saw Anchorman with people that didn't Anchorman 2 with people that didn't find it nearly as funny as the group of people I should have gone to see it with because everybody was too cool with the first group that I went with and so I was like oh I've already seen it but like I'll go I don't know it was kind of whatever but I'm like, I want to go see it again. I especially want to see it with you guys. And I could not stop laughing the second time. I knew the jokes that were coming. Like I knew yeah. what was happening, but it was so much funnier the second time because of the people that I was with and their humor just was like filling the room. Yeah. And, you know, even in a movie theater. But like. That's so interesting. I don't know. It just, there's something about for me doing stuff with people it really is more about like the experience of stuff and it's not about like I'm afraid to go do it alone or I can't or like crippling like none of it is that like if I need to go do something alone I will like the like the other weekend I literally offered to go to like with you yeah while you were teaching and I was like I'll go at, to a coffee shop and I'll just like bring stuff to either work or hang out or something like I don't really it doesn't matter I'll go do something there easy yeah but then like if you were to be like talking to me never in my life would I be like I'm gonna go drive to this random coffee shop and I'm gonna go like hang out for a long time like I'll see you later I'm gonna work there all day today you would be like what if oh, I did okay. that I think you'd be like okay I'd be like great tell me how it goes if you did that I'd be like oh he's going through something <laughs> I only I th I've only done that once and that was like a couple months ago but it was mostly I needed to go get the car washed and then I was going to go get us coffee from Bodhi yeah and then I was going to come home and then I was like well she's filming and other stuff so it actually makes sense if I'm out of the house a little longer than rolling in and if I roll in with a hot coffee it yeah. doesn't work well for your timing so I'm like conveniently inconvenient it's I'm fine doing stuff here I already have my laptop and stuff anyway so like I'll just keep working but it's not like literally if there's not a reason that I'm not around or with people that I'm close to I will not go do it I I don't know there's something about that like when I see people doing things alone I admire it I mean it's cool it's great yeah. But like, like me going, I went to the gym one time alone recently and I was like, I was in there and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I don't like this. I was like, why am I doing this? I was like, I know why I'm doing this, but I was like, why am I here? The, the one thing that when you said that, it reminded me of like skating alone, which I love to skate on my own, but I also love to skate with other people. I just love to skate. Um, but when I am skating on my own, my mom is always like very like check in with me because that's a dangerous activity that if I don't tell someone where I'm going or like where I'll be um, and I knock myself out or something, that's like a big concern always has been. So like even me at 31 years old, like when I'm out skating alone, I'll like text my mom <laughs> like I'm OK. You don't even need to do that anymore. You have an Apple Watch and an iPhone that have fall detection, so you'll be just fine. It I haven't tested this one. It's the newer one, so it's going to be way better. 
Well, I don't want to test it. I don't want to Exactly my point. (laughs) Don't test it, but it's going to be better. (laughs) I mean, we can go test it right now. I can go, we can go push you over and see what happens. No, 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 none of that. I mean, it could be fun. If I felt, can you test it like onto like a pillow? You got to fall hard. (laughs) It doesn't do it if you fall soft. You got to fall, you got to fall hard. How does it know? It's got the accelerometers and the like thing. It's got the raised awake What if I like, um, yeah, WrestleMania, yeah, myself. It'll do it. There's been, what is this hand? I don't know. There's been a a couple times, no, not even a couple. I think there was one time that I was, I dropped a case or something, like, uh, like a a heavy case, like, took me with it. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, did you fall? I'm like, I get it, but no, I didn't fall. It's only caught one fall of mine, and I don't think it was this watch. I think it was the last one. And you're concerned about it? Yeah, because then when I fell really hard and I hurt my wrist, it didn't catch it. So you notice how it's supposed to happen when you fall in a way that you are probably not able to respond. Also, if you had fallen on your left wrist that you wear the watch on, 100% it would have caught it. Well, no, but that's the one that got got hurt. You caught your iPad. I sprained my wrist by holding on to my iPad while I was teaching. Stupid. I, I saved the iPad, it, sprained my wrist. It cost more money in the ER visit than it would have to get her a new iPad. Yeah. By triple. So now I know. Let no, not triple. That ER bill was it's like- 1200 Or 1300 That iPad- so much money. That iPad was 499 What? I thought the iPad was way more money. It was your mini. Oh, it was. Oh, this would have broken my wrist. This is the bigger. That one would have broken. This one would have shattered you. (laughs) Oh, man. This one will shatter you if I toss it to you and you catch it now. That's tragic. That was from a mini. Yeah. You fall rarely, but when you do, you make her count. There's no wood. That's wood? In there somewhere. What if Linda was like, hello? <laughs> hello. <laughs> All right. On that note, I want I want a coffee. I, I am I am crushing. We have been up very early. That's another time that I cherish alone, by the way. You already mentioned that you cherish your time in the mornings alone. No, Sunday mornings. I didn't say every morning. Oh. Yeah, whatever. I get about forty five minutes alone. Yeah, we'll see. In the morning. We'll see. I'm a loner. Yeah, you loner. I like to be alone with my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> well, if you also like to be alone with your thoughts, let us know in the comments and reviews and like this and please subscribe. Please. And if you don't have a membership already, or if you want a membership, if you want the episodes early, you can sign up on glitteringcatletter.com or on the YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time. Bye.